you are listening to a pre-recorded segment of the Third and East podcast. Welcome to the Third and East podcast. Today's song is Miami Dolphins Day. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Yeah, things are getting kind of fishy. fishy? <laughs> yeah, Dolphins fan, Don't flip out, <laughs> Dolphins fans. There's going to be some Dolphin jokes. How about some Ray Finkel jokes? <laughs> Ray Finkel? Great movie. Oh, Ace, Ace Ventura. Yeah, there's going to be Ace Ventura jokes as well. <laughs> yeah, I want that movie. So, but um, you know what was, what was not fishy last season was the Miami Dolphins season. Um, this sneaky, sneaky run that they're having, um, despite their projections the last few years, they have won nine or more games the last three for the for three straight seasons now. I mean, this has actually been a, a decent run that this Miami team has been on um, since the pandemic and everything. Um, and uh, this offense really exploded last year. Um, they, um, I, I had them as a team to watch last offseason, and you did not like the Dolphins at all uh, last season. And, um, and hey, I mean, they were they came really close to being the Buffalo Bills in that playoff game. I mean, they arguably outplayed them. Yeah, they definitely deserve to win. Uh, my thing with the Dolphins last year is they just they came hot out of the gates, beat a bunch of crappy teams. It had some good games. I mean, they beat some good teams and really just kind of fell off. Uh, the big question mark last year, which I think is going to be the same thing this year, their offensive line still looks like garbage, and Tua's health. How many concussions did he have last year? Two, three. I don't I mean, it's – Two, well, it's that's a, too many. It's, a, it's definitely a valid point. Or if, I mean, if Tua was healthy, they are arguably an AFC. They are arguably an AFC title contender. If he's healthy, they this team can make some big noise just because of the sheer firepower that they have. I mean, there's some talent to like on the scene. They're going to be a flashy team like then this season or anything. But it's going to come down to to himself because he's missed between him and his college. He's missed 15 games over the past three seasons. And when you have a guy on a rookie contract, you really can't do it. But of course, in case, you know, outro State Bridgewater and comes Mike Effin White. Oh boy. Well, I mean, you could have worse situations as, you know, backup quarterbacks go. And, you know, the, with, with the Dolphins, you, you talk about the offensive line. They did not address, address that in, that in this draft and everything. They had two really big offensive liabilities on that line with uh, Liam uh, Eichenberg, who's been piss poor after being drafted in the second round two years ago. And Austin Jackson is okay, but he just cannot be healthy. And health is the big issue on the scene. Um, you have Taron Armstead, again, great blindside blocker, but he's missed 13 games over the past two seasons. The rest of the line is okay, but, you know, if you're missing your blindside and you're missing your quarterback, if they play, they can score a ton of points. This team can average at least 27 a game. No question. I mean, there's – I mean, when you have Tyreek Hill, who played – who had an unbelievable season. 119 passes, 1,710 yards. Jalen Waddle was really coming into the second half of the season, 75 for 1,356. Uh, I mean, there's a, there is no better one-two 
punch right now in the league than those two. Outside of maybe Jason Higgins. Yeah, there are some elements to the game that you do have to like. I mean, they're going to put up some numbers, but I'm concerned. Like I said, I'm concerned with the offensive line. I'm concerned with the health. Uh, Their division's arguably tougher. If it weren't for the Patriots, I would say they would finish fourth. And I think they're on my – they're definitely on my list of teams to watch. Like, this could be bad. Limited as far as draft capital goes as well. Their best pick was Cam Smith, and that's a second-round corner. And that's why, well, because of the tampering situation, that's why yeah. you know, they didn't have a first-round first yeah. pick, which definitely did hurt and everything. And it hurts, uh, yeah, and they, they, they only had four. They only had four picks. Mm-hmm. And the team, I remember, did not have a ton of cap space. Nope. Um, either, and it was also um, – and then, of course, you did – and then uh, they lost another second-round pick last year because you traded for – Bradley Chung, who uh, Chung, who was a major disappointment in eight games last year. He only averaged two and a half sacks. You can't. But guy needs the guy needs some absolute producer. If they do have a, uh, you know, Christian uh, Christian Wilkins is playing very well as a pass rusher, um, and also on uh, as the interior force. And then uh, additionally, uh, you make the big trade for Jalen Ramsey. Um, that could be a sneaky trade for him. I mean, their their secondary is going to be very good. That's definitely the strength of this team. It should um, be. Yeah. There's a lot, you know, between that, um, you do have, you know, you do have Howard and everything. I mean, they, this is a secondary that has, there's a lot to like uh, with them. Their linebacking core and the receiving core is really nice. And like I said, it's going to come down to can they get pressure more, uh, just a little bit more pressure on the quarterback on the defensive line side, um, and then uh, quarterback. It's going to be the quarterback in the offensive line play. And I think Mike Daniel kind of rode his. Um, his talent last year. I want to see a little bit more from him on the coaching side of the ball. I really do, because um, I heard a lot. Of, I heard him as a, he. I heard throughout the league there was a there was a mixed bag on Mike McDaniel last year. Yeah, I, th- I think he's definitely more of an analytical guy. Um, I don't you know. Think, if, wait, I, you, I, think, I don't... you think you, wait, you think he's more of an analytical guy? He looks like a guy that just invests in crypto. Yeah, yeah, I I think. I'm not, not sold on him. Yeah, I'm not, not sold on. Him. I'm not sold on him being this you know genius play caller like they claim he is. Because last year, I mean, a lot of it was how how much how much of their offense revolved around like, okay, Tyreek, you're gonna have to go down there and you're gonna have to catch a 50 yard pass. Like you know, and, we and we, we, we need at least Tyreke, once a game. And use Tyreek as a decoy, and here you go, Jalen Waddle. Uh, yeah, it, it's it, that was their entire plan, and so. Whenever Tyreek was having trouble, I think he got hurt last year. And then whenever you lose Tua, now, now what? They can't lean on their run game. They couldn't lean no, on you know a up defense o- last year. They have an okay run game because you do have that tandem of Mozart and Jeff Wilson. I mean, especially 49ers South. It really is. It is 49ers um, South. I like, I like them. I like them. But the AFC... If they were in the NFC, I would I say, yeah, lean on your run game. That's fine. Must, but the I AFC must, has too many big teams. That might be a sneaky pick, though, in uh, Devon Shane, the third round, out of, um, who will be a really electric receiver out of the backfield for the Dolphins. I think that would be – it'll just expand the playbook just a little bit more. Because Mostert and Wilson can't really catch passes that, that all that well. Right. I think he's an under-the-radar pick. Um, I didn't dislike – I didn't dislike their picks. I just – they just didn't have that many. Have many. You can't really, you can't really judge them. 
This yeah, it's team, like you did the best you could with what you were given. This team is such a wide variety for me. I can see them being as bad as five wins. I can see them winning ten games. I think it's going to fall more on the eight-win side. i got to be honest. Yeah, because I mean, realistically, are they going to beat the Bills? Probably not. I don't think they'll be. I don't think they'll beat the Jets. I've seen the Jets play. I think they. I think they split. I think I think they split with the Jets. I think they split with the Dolphins. As, I mean, the Patriots, as they always do. I think they lose both times. But they, but they always beat the. They always beat the Bills in Miami. They always beat the Bills in Miami, and then they get killed up in Buffalo. Yeah, I, I don't think they're beating the Jets or the Bills this year. I think that I've seen. I've seen. Both I've seen both the Jets and the Dolphins in training camp, and the Jets look structured, and they look like things are going in a good direction. I haven't seen that from the Dolphins. Not yet. If you like listening to the Third and East podcast, be sure to listen to the other AFC East rivals as well as the other NFL teams, as well as listen to me and some shows on College Football and that your NFL uh, sports fits in week to week.